0: Marvelous. Okay. Right so uh, I want this to be a bit of a, a white pill episode. White pill.
1: Uh, well if you're if you're reaching for the for the whiskey
0: scotch then it must be sounding the boring. whiskey scotch? Did I say the whiskey scotch? Podcast scotch. It's the podcast. So okay so this is this is the first thing. This is not what you think it is. What's this? We have we have a repeat sponsor. No! Ooh. I, I, I was going to surprise you. Well, I, if I, I, had you have. I you had have You just um, have. You just have. Lord Biddable of Wonk. He sent us another bottle He, he sent us another bottle of scotch. What a, what a main man he what is. What a gent. So, um, yeah, is, I, is, is this that, to try and encourage us to do more? Well, well I hadn't been on. Well, I don't think you had either. I haven't no. been on Twitter for ages. And I haven't been on suddenly, Twitter since before Christmas. Suddenly, in the post, I get this bottle of scotch. So I kind of log on, and uh, sure enough, there's a message oh, you might receive a package in a couple of days' time. Um, so this is always room for dessert, which is from the same company as before. It's another sixty-two point one percent scotch. I bought some is, water then. Which is why I
1: asked you for I, the water. Well, yeah, I just assumed you were going to open up the, the other bottle. No, but, no, this uh, is a, this is
0: a brand new bottle. Um, there's only thank you, Paul. Uh, only two hundred nine bottles of this. This is like a real right. limited, a limited batch. Come on then, come on then, get some, get pull, pull so some out. Here <laughs> we go. I think we should try some first. Yeah. Um, and then we'll, we'll we'll probably put a tiny bit of water in it because it's going to be yeah. incredibly strong
1: we've not been we've not been drinking too much scotch
0: on the podcast recently have we no not not, not like but we it's should time be. it's time this is so this is rhubarb crumble cherry tarts and cinnamon buns served with coconut ice cream <laughs> vanilla custard and marshmallow i ordered beans. whiskey in banana milkshake oh blimey so if you can if you can if i can detect the stray dee banana dee. In this, well it's got it it's probably got a little bit of a sweetness your health sir chin chin oh it smells fantastic it
1: does smell very very nice very sweet oh it's definitely a powerful one isn't it you it
0: doesn't taste like 62 percent though i could just knock this back
1: no i can i can take t- t- the power but i tell you what that's it's like lovely. It's almost like having molasses. It there's,
0: it's so rich and sweet, isn't it? Mm. Oh, I'm gonna have some more. That's the easiest drinking whiskey over sixty percent I've ever had in my life.
1: Yeah, that's actually. I'm not sure I want any water with that.
0: I think that's all right on its own. I'd yeah. Get, chuck your water away. <laughs> I think this is yeah. fine.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's you know, it's only a little sip. It is, but it's lovely, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I could use that to sweeten my tea. <laughs> what, a, what a good idea! <laughs> what a fantastic idea! So, um, you may observe, um, that have observed you've got your book. I have my notes on me. Yeah, um, this is so this is this is really because I planned this podcast what well, weeks ago must be must be a month well, ago. We
1: haven't recorded for a few weeks,
0: no, and I think we had a we we. The time when we were going to record this, we had a really long podcast, so we didn't have time to record this one afterwards. We were gonna do a couple. Um, so you've had
1: this prepared for a while? I've had this
0: prepared for a while, so I might need to re- refer to my notes a little bit. Yeah, sure. But I wanted to talk a bit about gamers. Okay. And this is this is something that's kind of quite close to me. Um, I know you, you probably don't play as much as you used to, but you, can't, you, know, you know about games. You and I used to spend days of our lives rigging up IPX networks in the house, Getting our mates oh, yeah. over back when LAN parties were a thing in the, the mid nineties. Well,
1: So we took our computers that were, you know, four, eight, six PCs that didn't come with network cards and we had to seek out network I mean obviously this is before even the days of dial up or anything. We sought out network cards so we could create LAN parties. We're using we're using coaxial cable with T pieces and terminators, remember those? Yeah, it was it was an IPX network, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Um, so that was that was great fun, and yeah, yeah, playing all sorts of stuff, playing
0: Warcraft two and StarCraft. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Oh, what have you done?
1: You cut your finger.
0: No, the cut. What I had.
1: Yeah, but only because you picked it. it. I didn't pick it. Right. Well, let's go and get a plaster on it. Back in a moment.
0: Is that is that all sorted now? Little girl's finger has now got a plaster on it. Marvelous. All good. Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about, I mean, gamers have been in the news recently because of a, a couple of things, but I thought we'd just talk a bit generally about gamers and then how they've, you know, how, how they've kind of been in the news over the past five or six years uh, for various different stories, if that's okay. Yeah, so I
1: assume you want to get right on to GameStop and stuff like that. Yeah, I want to get oh, on fantastic. to
0: GameStop. I want to talk about GamerGates a little bit. I, but I, I thought we'd just, a bit of background for people, if, if our special friend isn't a gamer, yeah. Tell them a little bit about the sorts of people the gamers are.
1: Well, just one other observation I want to make before you get into that, and that is, so as you said, uh, you know, our history back when we were kids, building PCs uh, was was gaming when when games were a lot less sophisticated than they are now. Before the age of the of the games console, I mean, you know, we did there, there was, Nintendo's and things like that, you know, the the original original ones.
0: Yeah, but things like things like Playstations weren't around, were and they?
1: nothing was connected so nothing was connected to um to a global network to allow people to play together so the only way to play together was to get your pcs together now i haven't really played games in probably close to 15 years in any serious way you know we get the wii out occasionally and play mario kart or whatever with the kids but it must be probably 13 years ago since i was playing Gears of War or something, or, or Left for Dead or something, something like that, and then again, that was on the Xboxes. Whereas you continued. I I play every day. Yeah, and, so the, and that's the difference. I
0: mean, so my, my my best mate uh, lives a long way away, and the you know the, the the main way that we communicate with each other yeah is chatting and having a laugh and having a beer whilst playing games. So like of an evening, you know, I will just log on, even if it's just for. Twenty minutes, half an hour, just to catch up with him. Uh, we'll play games. So I've, i yeah, I've continued. I've, i and, and, you know, my, my wife's a bit of a gamer as well. So we've, we've, we've had every console. We've had every Xbox. You know, we've got all the PlayStations. You got the
1: new one? yet?
0: Not, no, not the new ones. No, I haven't I haven't got the new consoles yet. I'm kind of waiting to see um, which one to buy first. But, but basically, so I always I always end up getting both, but depending on what my mates get first. Because um, I've got like a, I've got a group of friends who, who play. Oh, so in, in order to play with them, and in order to play to with the them, same one they've got. Yeah, so we, and it tends to be Xboxes first. I've got more friends who play who play Xbox games, um, but I'll, I'll, I'll end up getting them both. I mean, I'm quite I quite fancy the PlayStation One because it is compatible with the uh, the VR the virtual reality headset oh, that I've got. Yes. They're not doing a specific one; they're just making You're using it the old compatible one. with the old one. Uh, and virtual reality is amazing. Um, so I quite fancy the PlayStation, but I'm probably going to end up buying the Xbox first.
1: So you've you've been right through all of the ages of this. I mean, so back when we were playing, when when we were still at school, or certainly when I was, um, it was all about the original Warcraft, the original Starcraft. Okay,
0: go back, go back before then. GTA. Our granddad used to write games. Oh God, yeah. yeah. From from scratch. I don't yeah. mean I don't mean because back in the day, you could buy magazines and you could type out games in basic you could just basically copy copy yes. it out yes so many lines record of code recorded on the tape put put the tape into your machine and then that would that would play the game you get this as it was loading for like 10 or 15 minutes and then you'd be able to you'd be able to play the game was he used to write the games from scratch including doing all the graphics yeah, um, you know there was there was that past the pigs game, which was like a game oh, where we used to throw pigs instead of I've dice. i still got, i still got that. Yeah, and he he wrote a, a, a game of that with I all the probabilities on, in it. Yeah, on the was that on the dragon? It might have been the Dragon Thirty Two,
1: or it would have been an early
0: Amstrad. Maybe I think it was before then. I think yeah. it was. I think it was the Dragon Thirty Two. Yeah, so, the Dragon Thirty Two had the Vic Twenty, had the Amstrad. So we've
1: got it, we've got it in our blood. What you're saying, this absolutely. is absolutely yeah. Our, our our granddad who. I mean, he only died a few years ago. He lasted well into his nineties, didn't he? Mm. Um, he always had a computer, he, he, and so we were used to seeing computers from an early age. I'm now thinking about our first computer, which was the Sword S O R D. Yeah, oh, I, I remember. You say that to anyone, unless someone's an uber nerd, they've never heard of it. Never heard of it at all. Cartridge loaded in the, on the top, or or a tape. We had we had both, didn't we? I just want to reminisce Poo-Yan for a moment. Okay? <laughs> we spent hours playing that. Hours and hours and hours. All but it was was just going pig up and down. On a
0: balloon and oh no, no, the no, it was a foxes. It was a pig on like a pulley that you used to go up and down and fire arrows. At the foxes. At the foxes
1: that were on balloons. The, that were on the balloons. You used to have to shoot the balloon so the fox wouldn't get up to push a rock down and hit another pig. Or whatever whatever it was. Yeah, yeah and
0: if you if you were a really good shot, you could get three or four of these foxes. Yeah. At the same time,
1: then there were the the, the, the the flashing rainbow balloons. If you got one of them, then something special happened. Do you remember, well, was that? that
0: like an extra life or something?
1: I can't, or I like... can't remember. Or it, yeah, or, or it killed them all or something. Yeah. Did Did you ever see in our local um a local barber shop? I mean, not that you and I particularly do need I, to go. Do I have that? <laughs> I didn't. I suppose that's the problem. I've 20, got... 20 years probably was the last time I right. took barbers. Right. So I've got um. Yeah, so obviously I, I take te- um, te- the kids. Only take my son um, to go there when it was open. Um, they had an arcade game machine there, and it was loaded with loads of old games, including Pooyan
0: No way. So I'm in there going, oh!
1: <laughs> "It was such a blast from the past," because we're talking, you know, over thirty years ago now, aren't we? Oh my, yeah. yeah, 30 to Thirty-five. Thirty-five, I would say. Years ago.
0: I reckon, yeah, probably pre, pre eighty
1: five, eighty six. So, Sword M five. I mean, that, that was where, that was where I first wrote my first line of code. I, I would have, I would have written my first line of code age six or seven, something like that, in Basic. You know,
0: Ten, <laughs> ten Andrew smells. Yeah, twenty. Go, go to, to ten. ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, those, that, those. That's that was the first days of of a
0: command line. And of and of just writing code raw into the computer. Because I, I remember having BBC Micros at school, and yeah. ha- having one of those turtle things, oh, and yeah. you could you could to, program it, program and you it. could say move forward, forward five, you know five, and it would go forward, and then you'd, you yeah know, turn turn right ninety, and it would turn yeah. ninety degrees, and yeah. you could draw a square or something. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. So we we then moved on. This is a, this might be utterly boring. We, we, we went from Sword M five. We got the Atari. Well, you got you had an Amiga, five hundred. Yeah, but that was that was after the Atari. The the Atari Atari STE. Yeah. Yeah, half a meg of RAM. Oh yeah, it's still got one of the best operating systems ever, as far as I'm concerned.
0: We we used to we I remember we used to um, we used to have our own kind of we used to kind of extend it, didn't we, and put RAM disks to speed it up and. Yeah, yeah, but it was our own boot disks. Yeah, but the the whole the, the operating system was on rom anyway so it was like lightning fast
1: yeah but you could load software on a floppy disc to to agitate to enhance it to add it on to change the to get the resolution good to change the colors
0: all that kind of stuff Uh, but tos what was the what was the name of that game with the trains
1: oh my word um where you'd be like shoveling the anthracite in and stuff
0: yeah do you remember that trans something it was like
1: it was the trans-siberian like railway wasn't it yeah Oh my word, that's okay. going to fester. Well,
0: okay, so I'm going to talk about games for a little bit. You can think <laughs> about what that game was called. Um, anyway, we've got games and computers in our blood. <coughs> we, we yeah, have. so so I, th- I thought we'd start um, by just I, I just wanted to kind of describe the games themselves, okay, and what what games are. So so most games you will start off you play a, a character, and then you'll have to you have to get you, you're you have to get to the end, whether the end is rescuing the princess from the castle or whatever you you, you, know, you you need to do a series of things to get from point a to point b and there might there will be obstacles for example in the way there might be a lake of burning fire that you need to build a bridge over to to, to get across uh, or there might be enemies and there are a lot yeah you know, npcs they sometimes call them non-player characters now these enemies all they're there to do is just get in your way Mm. And to to kill you, just to to stop you in your tracks. That's their only purpose. And you need you know gamers when when you play these games, you need to work out uh, exactly how to defeat these enemies. Um, So or to solve
1: the problems like getting over the
0: lake. Yeah, specifically, I want to to talk about these enemies. Okay. Um, So you you know what what happens is gamers and the sorts of people who reverse engineer these things so you go in and you'll come across an enemy you'll reverse engineer it, you'll work out exactly how to defeat this particular enemy and particularly if it's a if it's like a, a big enemy it might be like an end of level boss for example these can be quite difficult so if you work out how to do it you disseminate that information and you tell it to all your friends oh this is this is how this is how you do it
1: okay i see the weak spot the number of times you have to hit it all of those kind of things
0: yeah so you know, gamers are the sorts of people who, for fun, you know, not not for work, for fun, who have lots of time, yeah, have lots of spare time. Uh, all, all they do is they, you know, they come across enemies, reverse engineer them, work out how to defeat them, uh, and then disseminate that information to their mates. And these are the people that the evangelical left tried to pick a fight with. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know. Honestly, don't know what they were thinking. Um, you know, it's 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 well,
1: it's a very. Um... It's a very close and it's a very strong community, isn't it? There, there's, there's a lot of camaraderie. Uh, you know. There is,
0: and it's they're ever so friendly. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm afraid, of my mind does, does wander to the episode of South Park. Um, with, I think it's the World of the, Warcraft, Warcraft one, with the with the guy there playing, and it was. a let's just say there are some stereotypes
0: yeah well so' it's a it's you know gamers they're quite you know it's quite a male-dominated field yeah I think a lot of that is because it's it's quite low status for, for you know so it's difficult for for girls for example to be That's able very to interesting e, even if even if they are into games it's not going to do many favors to hang around with mm. male gamers
1: um, well yeah you've got the whole nerd geek thing going on straight away haven't you um, you're, you basically, or at least you were. It's a bit different now because you've got mobile phones, but locked away in your room, that kind of that kind of thing. It's quite, and again, this is this is again the advent of of the internet doing it. But it's it's a solitary thing, but yet you are connected with potentially, you know, tens, hundreds, thousands of people in one in one go. I mean, when you're talking about a game like World of Warcraft, um, then the number of people you can encounter on your way let alone gather as a force well yeah so the, load.
0: The, yeah you can I remember, I remember doing events kind of you know whole world events where basically everyone on the server would come together and try and defeat a boss and you'd have like a couple of hundred people all coordinating so you'd get you know you get the big beefy guys up at front you know they, they call them tanks to try and take all the damage i was like a hunter with my bow and arrow you <laughs> know kind of you know doing doing lots of damage um so yeah you, and you'd coordinate with you know you might be in different groups so you'd have like I'd be in a 40 man raid group and there'd be other 40 man raid groups around but you'd all be coordinating and and then the kind of the leaders would coordinate with each other and you'd take down these 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 bosses and how Um, how would that coordination work I mean you just mentioned leaders there
1: how would it actually work in practice the communication and the you know is it is it is it was it very I suppose the word militaristic at that point. You know, if you've got a supreme allied commander with his with his generals and then corporals, and you know, you report to someone who reports to someone who reports to someone. I mean, how?
0: No, it's it's not. It's not.
1: So how does it work? I mean, I mean, I never got into any of of that as much as you did.
0: Okay, so what would happen is you'd have a raid leader, and he would coordinate the, for example, the the twenty five people or the forty people in his raid group. Right. Or, or her raid group. Um, and what would happen is it would be, okay, you five people, you're the tanks, so you go up front and you try and distract the enemy and make them want to fight you because you've got the strongest armour.
1: So what okay. made them a raid leader?
0: Well, anybody could, you know, so I, I, I okay, I used to run a guild, <laughs> okay, in World of Warcraft. I used to run a guild. Raging fire. Yeah. So I, um, and... What you do is you you basically, so we were really friendly. Anybody, you know, anybody could um, uh, could choose to be raid leader and you just take it in turns. Right. Lots of people wouldn't want to do it because it's a lot of responsibility. You know, you have to coordinate. So you'd be, okay, you're the tanks, you go up front. I want you to distract them. I want you to do this. When this happens, you need to do this specific thing. You stand at the back in that exact position and do damage to this particular portion of the enemy and you're coordinating it. Um, probably by speech if not um, but by, yeah by, by typing really quickly um, and you'd, you, you with, with these big encounters you might have you know sort of two or three lots of 40 people mm. um, and you just agree the raid leaders would agree with, okay so you 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 tackle I, I I'll tackle the main boss and uh, you, you know he's going to get some guys that will come along and see so you take out time him. you yeah. take out the, yeah. the guys either side I'll do this and and, and, and you coordinate that way there's normally just one raid leader and everybody else just just follows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anybody could could you know could decide to and mm. you could do it if, if it wasn't going to be like a big. You could do it on the fly. You could just say, you know, what I, I want to raid. We're going back to World War. I want to raid Molten Core. Does anybody fancy joining me? And you just type in the in the chat. Anyone fancy going to Molten Core? And then you form a group and then you're automatically raid leader. So you can have a bit of practice beforehand. You can say, mm. look, you know, this is my first time as raid leader. Um, if this is this is not serious this is just you know yeah. i just want a bit of practice would you mind you know would you want to join my group and you nice. know you get some people like no, no i'm i'm I want to you know I'm a bit serious stuff. but yeah. other people will say yeah sure let's just go in there and you know go and get a, a bunch of loot and stuff um and, and that's how you do it um, sounds like fun it's great fun it's great fun <laughs> um anyway back to back to kind of gamers in the news have you heard of gamergate
1: Yes, albeit I certainly wouldn't be able to describe it in the way that you're about to. Um, you know a lot more about it than me.
0: Yeah, I mean it's quite it's it's quite easy really. So Game of get started off in. It's a gate, which is always good. With, <laughs> um, uh, in 2014, I think it was. It was quite a long time ago now because I remember Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, kind of uh, that kind of brought him to the the forefront. Um, that was kind of his big his big story. Um, and what happened was the the boyfriend of a software developer kind of you know kind of broke the story that she was getting uh, favorable reviews from kind of gaming magazines um, because of sexual favors yeah I think um, and then it kind of it kind of snowballed from there and, and, and it was then established that the kind of the gaming media were just were, were all woke and and they were colluding with each other and giving you know reviews and airtime to the games that they liked because of you know because of various woke points not because the games were any good yes um and so it was all about kind of gaming ethics
1: sounds like the media for any <laughs> any area right now it is and it's just, it, it, just specific to games yeah
0: but it but it was it was quite it was like an early so there were there were games and and they, they there were certain games journalists who were trying to come up against it and they'd, you know, again, this is this is early council culture. They go back through the tweets and through the history and interviews sure. and stuff they and if they found anything that even if it was okay at the time or five minutes ago, but not now, they'd cancel them so they'd lose their jobs. So the, they just eviscerated people, and, and, and you know, lots of gaming journalists lost their jobs, um, this kind of thing. So it was like it was like uh, early council culture, I guess, is probably the best way of describing it.
1: Yeah. Well, so yeah, because obviously you're talking about corporate entities here you know, none of you know, these are big gaming media companies. And so there's corporate control uh, and, and the ability to cancel in that respect and the ability to say, don't hire him to, to the other corporate, corporate bosses or whatever as well.
0: Um, and obviously gamers weren't particularly happy about that. Um, uh, and so, you know, and there were, but what, what happened was, so these kind of woke game journalists and people on the left in general, uh, were finding themselves coming up against gamers on like on on Twitter or whatever mm-hmm. and they were they were just behaving I, I know we we talk, there, there's like the, the, the NPC meme isn't there where you talk about kind of leftists uh, just behaving like these NPCs when you're just you're basically coming up against an ideology and they were just behaving like these 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 gaming characters in in that whether they were unwilling or unable to change what they were doing, they were just crying racist all the time, for example. right So what would happen is and there were there were a few different types. but what happened is these gamers would just try different tactics against them until they worked out what would work. and then they would Tell dis- their friends and then they would disseminate this information and there were like kind of, there were like guides online on how to kind of deal with certain types of leftists and certain type of a certain type of person. And and they they couldn't do anything about it, so the, the game was just you know they, they, it was it was the worst fight they've ever picked. Mm. Um, so how did it kind of end then? Well, it's yeah, it's not it's not a complete victory. So mm. that these because the gaming corporate press must still exist. It it does still exist. Uh, they basically got rid of anyone who isn't woke, um, but lots of gaming blogs and kind of independent review sites have cropped up. Um, so it's not like. The gaming presses you know the gamers have got the got the gaming press back at all it still exists but there are there, I mean, there is like a this just sounds this just
1: sounds like that what happened was it it happened woke happened woke in cancel culture happened to that area of the media first but basically the same thing has been happening a, across the rest of the of the of the legacy media because you've got exactly the same things happening. And as a result, the diversification of media to much, much smaller outlets to the to the point where, you know, I mean, blogging has been around for a while, but to the point where, you know, you and I can write a political blog or, 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 what or have host you. a political podcast. Or host a podcast, exactly. So the, the number of, of outlets, I suppose, uh, or, or the number of places that you can consume media now, it just goes up and up and up and up as I hate to use the term the democratization. is, is what it's called, isn't it? Um, right. So again, the point being is, right now, there's still a gamering corporate press, but there's still a corporate press for everything, and the chances of them getting taken down are very, very slim.
0: They are. But the the good the good news about this is that the gamers, um, you know, they never they never let the evangelical left beat them or win. Yeah. You know what what would happen is is they would you know they, they'd come up against the left, they'd work out. You know how to how to destroy them and then move on and and they weren't because there was so this is just argument
1: though this is just when they encountered them on online in a you know head-to-head kind of thing is yes that's that what yeah, you mean yeah because the point is that even though they did defeat them and they worked out how to do it someone's still paying for these for the gaming media someone's still they're, they're still making enough money in order to you know, stay afloat.
0: Yeah, they they are they are at the moment. Um, but, yeah. You know, I hope. You know, again, it's still it's still early days. But I just yeah. I just it's an example of gamers not. You know, and they don't like when they're coming up against the opposition in games. They don't care what the NPCs are thinking. Yeah. They just want to destroy them and move on. And that's exactly how they dealt with the evangelical left. So the the left were coming at them with these arguments, expecting them to take them on board and to and to to worry about you know their angle and, and why they were doing stuff. No, not interested. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to move on.
1: Can you categorize gamers politically? I mean you're talking about the evangelical left like gamers are not it. Now, obviously it's not that simple. You, you know, you're not you can't you can't say all gamers are right wing or anything like that, but how would you categorise them? Are they are they more likely to be non voters, are they more likely to be ANCAP or Conservative or commies or what?
0: Um, I don't so they the 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 they're likely to to be not far left i think we can you know they're, they're, yeah. and you know they don't they don't like the any of the woke stuff um you know as as a rule you know gaming is escapism it's to escape from the real world yes um, and y- yet that is not good enough for the for the left they need to they need to have control of absolutely everything so that the game you're playing needs to be sufficiently woke you can't you can't yeah. escape from it
1: so it has um, to be sufficiently political
0: yes I mean that because that everything really is, is political to the left and
1: that, and that really is that's really what woke means don't you think woke is poli- woke is political that's that's what it's about it's about getting politics into every aspect of your lives
0: and I, I would think I would think gamers are probably more apolitical than yes than that's than why vanity. I kind of
1: included non-voters in there particularly sure. particularly um, because it might be they just they just don't care just just, just leave me alone I just want to play my game.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, so now I thought we'd talk a little bit about something a bit more current, about GameStop. Yeah. So well, I know a bit about this. So you 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 go first, and then we'll we'll see how we go. Okay. So this this I mean this happened a few weeks ago now. Um, so basically, what was happening? Was, I think so it's kind of good to talk about it now. Now it's not
1: in the absolute midst of it because we have actually seen what's happened, and you can look at the stock
0: value and stuff like this. And, there's more to comment on now because more things have happened. Mm. So what ha- So GameStop is a is a store. Um, it's a proper a proper store. Um, bricks and mortar. Bricks and mortar. You'd go in there. You you know you'd 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 buy your games and you know and and we go don't home, go and play we don't we don't have them over here. It's not it's. I don't it's, think we have no. We have, thing, there's, there's, there's there's game isn't there? And uh, there used to be yeah. Game Station, I think. But yeah, so but GameStop is a, is a US store, um, and it wasn't doing particularly well anyway. And it hadn't been for a, for a number of years because more people are buying games online. Um, yeah. So it wasn't like it was like an amazing, doing amazingly well. But what happened was, it was um, it was being shorted um, by hedge funds. So mm. for the benefit of our special friend, you're going to have to go into that. You're going to have to go into the stock market a little bit here and describe what what you know what shorting is. So if you're investing in the stock market, there are different things you can do. The most common one that probably everybody knows about is tends to be called going long, which is basically you, you've you identified a business and you think those shares are undervalued or you think that the share price for whatever reason is going to go up in time because you can, you can perhaps see a trend before other people. So you buy shares at what you believe to be a low price, you then hang on for a while and you sell them later on when they're worth double the amount or, 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 or you know, X plus 10% well, any, or whatever. Any
1: imp- I mean, yeah, I suppose you could be buying it just f- to store your value and you'd hope that it's not going to go down, but certainly you you don't want it to go down. Going long is about preparing for it to go up.
0: Sure. Now, the opposite of that is when you, you see some stock and you believe that it's overvalued mm. and you think it's going to go down, um, obviously you don't want to buy that stock at that price. Um, because it's going to go down, you're going to lose money. So what you do is you you short it. So what what you what happens is, let's say I identify some stock um, for a particular company, and I think that's going to plummet. So what I will do is I will call that bezler. So, so I will I will arrange to borrow some of these shares. Let's say I don't know a hundred hundred pounds a share. I'd, I'd, I'd borrow these shares at a hundred pounds a share. I'd then hang on to them. Um, Uh, Oh no, sorry, I would sell them. I would sell them at £100 a share. Um, And then I would, whatever the time is that I've arranged to give them back, let's say it's a month's time. So I I, I borrow them at £100 a share. I sell them immediately, wait for the price to go down. In a month's time, they're worth £50 a share. So I buy them back and then then, then give them back at that point, plus a little bit extra because I borrowed them. Um, And I've made some money. I've made potentially up to £50 per share. It's a little bit riskier because obviously, if you if you go long and you put say a thousand pounds in shares, the worst that can happen is that you lose your thousand pounds because the company goes under or or you know they 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 absolutely plummet. So you can lose what you put in. If, for example, if you're shorting it and you borrow a hundred shares at ten pounds each, and you get it wrong, and then in a month's time instead of being worth five pounds each. They're worth a hundred or a thousand. Potentially, you're in for your house. You or, have to buy them back. You know, you, or you, you you get bankrupt. Um, so that's that's what shorting is. It's a lot riskier. It's not shorting isn't a bad thing. You know, it's it's how the market evens out. You know, if people can see that something is is overvalued, um, shorting is a great way of regulating the price. So I'm, I'm not I'm not against shorting at all. But what was happening was. Um, these hedge funds were looking at GameStop and they were aggressively shorting it. Um, and what tends to happen is um, with these hedge funds, when when they do it, when they start shorting stuff, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like if if you, it's like a run. Yeah, and if you have if enough people do something, it will it will affect the price. It's like if 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 I was try if I was going long on a company and and told enough people and they all started going long, even if the company wasn't really any better, just the amount of interest would force the price up so we'd all make a lot of money. And and this is what happened in reverse with with, with GameStop. So they were aggressively shorting GameStop. Um and you know what what happens or what happened with a, 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 as happens a lot of times is that the kind of the price was going down and they were you know they're planning on really plummeting the, the share price and making a lot of money. Gamers Got wind of this and thought right what can we do what can we do because we love GameStop we don't want it to go under so they all came together and they started buying shares um, and because they were just as a vast number of these shares the price started to go up and started to go up again forcing the hedge funds uh, to, to to not only lose a lot of money but the hedge funds in order to, to, to stop Losing like a you know an infinite amount of money had to start buying all the shares back again. So the you know the so the 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 number of shares that were bought by the gamers on top of all the shares that were bought again um, by the by the hedge funds, the share price went up again. Um, So that was. And I mean, when you talk about, I mean, you you've seen the
1: graphs. I mean, it absolutely shot up. Mm. I remember um, a colleague of mine uh sent me this screenshot of graph and went well i wish i would bought some of this and, and and i didn't know anything about it at that point it it, it had, this was at the absolute this was at the first peak right because there's been two peaks to the to the to the share price and this is where things started happening obviously but it went it absolutely rocketed up didn't it um but then point is other stuff has happened and it's gone down again but Had you just been a regular shareholder of GameStop and sold at that peak, you'd have made an absolute mint, wouldn't you? For sure. But the point was is that those, those users, those people sharing this information on Reddit and Twitter and wherever else, they were buying it. They weren't buying it with the intention of selling it. I think that's that's an important part of this
0: well they weren't buying it with the, the intention of mate yeah of they were buying it, it to keep the shop afloat
1: yeah they were buying it and they were buying it to teach the hedge funds a lesson they 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 wanted they wanted to teach people doing shorts a lesson um, but i suppose i want to talk now about whether you think that's worked now now that the share price went down again went up again went down again it is higher than it was when it started, but nowhere near
0: the the, the
1: spikes that we got of value.
0: So I think, I, yeah, I mean, I think there are, I don't think anybody expected the price to, to stay up there. You know, not even the, the games no. themselves didn't, yeah, didn't, they weren't counting it as a victory at that point. Well,
1: um, that's, yeah, this, this wasn't something with, it, it, yeah, as you say, this was bricks and mortar. This wasn't some online only store uh, that could easily add more value, or you know, cut
0: costs, or anything like sure. that. Sure. So uh, their their aim was to, like you say, it was one to to you know one in the eye to these hedge funds. Yeah. Uh, two it was to keep GameStop afloat for a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, which I think they've I think they've done.
1: Oh, it's totally. They they allowed. Um, well, they 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 gave them liquidity. I mean, I, you know, that's, sure. that's always good. Let alone the ability to borrow more.
0: Sure. Um, but I just one of the greatest things about this for me was seeing people again it goes back to the evangelical left seeing people on the left who are norm who normally you would expect to be against hedge funds having to try and tie themselves in knots trying to 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 justify that the hedge funds were doing the right thing and we somehow need to change the rules i mean these gamers had they were just single single guys all coming together the, the rules of this game were stacked against them and they were massively in favor of the big hedge funds with all the money yet they managed to they managed to kind of to to, to affect the share price in in that way so you've got people like Elizabeth Warren saying ah oh, these 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 evil wicked gamers have uh, have done something really bad and they've you know they've, they've cost these wonderful hedge funds millions of millions of dollars and we need to do something about it it's like hang on you are on the left I, were I, they I, I, were I, they really yeah 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 Okay, should we talk and, and, about and, and Robin Hood? Should we talk about Robin Hood? Robin Hood yeah. Do, so, do, do you want to talk a bit about that? Well,
1: so a lot of I and mean, this is a fairly fairly modern thing. Obviously, a, a lot of these individuals were using the Robin Hood app, the Robin Hood service, to purchase these shares, uh, and I have a bit of experience, not through Robin Hood but through um, through another um, a company that do something similar. Uh, And I've now got a bank account with them. I I can invest in the US stock market. I did last year Uh, I can buy gold and silver Um, I I've never heard of GameStop, um, but I as soon as I had I immediately had a look and I I was able to buy I could have gone and bought GameStop shares Um, and do that with the the tap of my thumb on my phone Uh, and, and at very 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 low rates okay uh, again for the benefit of listeners it's until very recently in the last couple of years it has been the purview of someone with a lot of money and with a you know with a fund manager type thing um, to be able to manage your wealth in this way to you know, going and buying shares was a difficult thing to do um, and and you had to have a stockbroker and you know and all of that now basically anyone just with a mobile phone downloading an app maybe paying outright for an, an initial service um, and signing up to all the legal mumbo-jumbo can start investing money, can put money into shares, can take money out of shares, can buy gold, can buy uh, Bitcoin uh, and other cryptocurrencies as well and do that from the comfort of their armchair whenever they like. These services aren't meant for what are called day day trades um, uh, and they're quite specific about that they, they, you, it's not that you can't do a day trade which is where you you know buy something in the morning and sell it in the afternoon um, but if if the pattern of your behavior is such that that's all you do you're just there trying to ride a high and all, you know every, every single time um, then they're, they're probably gonna pick you up on it um, uh, it doesn't, doesn't stop you from going balls I need to get out of this now you know and, and selling um, Robin Hood, one of these I mean what a, what, a, what a great name what a great name for a financial services app Robin Hood yeah, steal from the rich and give to the poor. this is that that must have helped with this because people are thinking I'm doing the right thing because I'm using Robin Hood. this is about putting it back into my control as opposed to the evil evil hedge funds the the sheriffs of Nottingham or so they thought or so they thought Um. so what happened was, after only a couple of days, Robin Hood put a bar on buying GameStop, and uh, you, you're forgetting some of the other stuff. Now it started with GameStop, but it quickly spread to other shares. You I mean, BlackBerry were, were one of the other ones. Um, there's another one. There's a three-letter uh, abbreviation. I can't remember it was now AMC or something, something like that. Um, so there's a number of shares that all kind of rode this wave. As another way of saying we don't want this brand to die, uh, so let's prop it up by by buying shares, and a number of them um, got got suspended um, by Robinhood and and then some other uh, apps that allowed you to invest as well, including including the one that I used. About about three really? days later, because I was thinking, oh, they've all been stopped. I wonder if I should buy some. And I nearly just stuck like a tenner in just to see what would happen. Um, and then I got the email. I got the email saying temporary temporary bar on on on, on purchase them. You could sell them, you couldn't purchase them. Which to me is just so wrong. I just want to just for a moment just just even highlight that. It's just so wrong. You're allowed to sell your shares, you're not allowed to buy them. Why?
0: Why? Because they're trying they're rigging the system. So this is where it's important to understand how these applications work. Well, so Robin Hood is ha- it's I think it's part owned isn't it by
1: who do you think is fronting all of these transactions it's the hedge funds themselves sure you're you're buying from the hedge funds when you do this so it is absolutely in their interest to get this right and they are using your money to go and buy and sell stuff and they'll use your money to short something Uh, you know it's but that the the front end of it is, look, you've got all these shares, and you're able to take, put money out, put take money out, but the people who essentially enable that and fund that are these hedge funds in the first place, and so they would have got on the phone to the you know the guy at the top of Robin Hood and gone, you shut that down and you do it now. it's an example of what I would say is the house always wins, okay, and. If anyone thought I don't I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna pour water <laughs> on on this because I think it's a great story. I think it clearly did have an impact. They moved on to silver a few days later to try and drive that price up, didn't really work well. But the idea that a number of individuals, if they coordinate, can have an impact like that, I think is a powerful one. And I think it's one worth remembering and worth noting and one worth exploring as an idea in the future. But right now, who are the experts on stocks? Who are, the, who are the people who are not just sat communicating via Reddit and someone going, come on, we need everyone to stick 50 quid in, in here. The people who's literally, that is their livelihoods, their work, their entire raison d'etre. It's, it's the, the hedge funds. It's these large financial institutions. It's the people who, that is just their job. Their job is to hedge. I mean their job their job is to make sure that is you know they're they're being risky over here while they're being safe over there to try and you know balance these things out. Were they ever in any real danger? There was a point at the peak of all of those stocks where I think it got quite shaky.
0: I don't think they probably weren't in danger as in in danger of going under, but they lost a lot of money. A lot of them lost money, I think.
1: But the fact that they acted quickly within days and the share price plummeted again, it would have stemmed those losses to the point where they would have been fine. You know, you you see what we're getting at. It's like, yeah, yeah, had it stayed up there, then potentially, I think, had they all stayed up there, potentially, I think we could have seen, I don't know, US government having to step in stuff like that. Yeah, we've seen that before, Um, you know. Central banks and, and 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 big banks and lenders having to try and step in to stem the losses of these, but because they were in control, basically in control of these services in the first place, they managed to do enough to make the
0: share price plummet again. And so, I'm not saying they won, yeah, but they but, didn't lose. But they didn't. They didn't. They made it plummet, but not to the point where it was. Below that they originally bought the shares at.
1: That's true, and so they're so they've
0: still lost money. They still lost money, even even when no, they, right. they, they, they own all these companies. They've got the entire rules of the game in their favour, yep. and the game still right. Gamestop managed, is still
1: higher than it was.
0: Yeah, Gamestop is higher than it was. Gamers managed to get together to stop the hedge funds. Make okay, they haven't. They maybe haven't lost as much as they could have done they've still lost yeah, money right. they haven't managed to they haven't actually managed to short gamestop at all no and so in that respect that's so i think that's, I think, a that's a win for the, won. I think that's a win for the gamers
1: but it's i suppose the question is yeah is it it's it's not the war they've won the battle definitely I mean I want to talk a bit about you you mentioned um the the act of uh of, of talking about it communicating um in order to get other people to do the same thing as you yeah, or even not the same thing as you, but the same thing as what you're saying. If you were influential, you could get on the internet and start saying, I think everyone should buy this share. And then loads of people could pile on and buy it, and the share goes up. And well, if you, you bought just, it...
0: You could just do an Elon Musk and just tweet the name hence, of a
1: cryptocurrency. Hence, you know, and that's why I wanted to move it on to that. I want to move it on to Elon Musk, but also anyone that was even commentating or... or, or, or in the media or just commenting that was influential about GameStop I mean, and you can include Elon Musk in this as well he commented on it and how and how they did influence the share price I find this fascinating in the case of Elon Musk and Bitcoin or Dogecoin or OMG or any of the other um, altcoins and things but I mean, he's doing that all the time he's you know how many times has he pumped up
0: Bitcoin well so they bought, didn't, didn't Tesla? Well, that's coming spend... a bit later but before then he's there going oh that's a good idea. Yeah but I mean they they pumped in like
1: over a billion or something didn't they? In, in, I guess more in, than that. In, in, stuck in ten or something stupid. In, they've, in Bitcoin. It yeah a lot they've, they've, they've invested Well, rather they they have I don't know if they've actually declared exactly how much it is but they've declared that they um, as a company can now invest in in anything basically and that includes um, commodities as well. It includes metals and it includes crypto. They listed a lot of stuff. If he's smart, he'd have gone and bought a load of gold and silver as well. So we don't know what he's actually bought. We say he, Tesla. I mean, he is basically Tesla. But I just find it interesting that every time he opens his mouth, every time he posts something on, on, on Twitter, it's affected effect- it's me. I've, I've you that I just happened to log on and have a look at my crypto and it had fallen off a cliff and I was like, "What the hell's happened with this?" And you're like, "Oh, someone's uh, someone said something about it."
0: Well, yeah, no, because I messaged you and I said, "Now, now, now probably a good time to buy some more, uh, buy some more Bitcoin." And, and I had
1: literally just looked right. and seen that I'd lost loads of money, you know, on paper, and thought, oh, "For God's sake!" And you're like, "Buy more," and I was like, "I haven't got any more money to convert <laughs> into this, and I'm certainly not converting any gold and silver into it." Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but I mean, at, there's been. I mean, they've all seen record highs,
0: Ethereum and and Bitcoin. Um, I mean, but that always happens. It's always it's always two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. I mean, I bought I bought yes. not quite at the, at, at the, at, the last at one of the last peaks, but not far off. And then it kind of went down. You know, I kind of made a bit of money initially, and then it went down. And then it took a while, but then, you know, within two years, I doubled my money. Yeah,
1: and this is the thing: is that I. Had I sold my crypto at peak, you know, three weeks ago or whatever, um, then I'd have made an absolute killing in terms of percentage gain because I only bought some about a year ago. So I've only been in this for a year. If you look at the year-on-year price of all of these, um, they, they've they all gone up massively. Uh, certainly the big ones, the the, the Bitcoins and the you know, Ethereums. Um, they're, they're down a bit now, but as you say, that's just... That's just me. That's just just my loss on paper. But
0: they've they've gone up again today. Though. I know you check the price. They've gone up what, like ten or twelve percent.
1: Yeah. Um, Thing is, I stuck in a lot. I, I had a one last little pile of cash. <laughs> that just a few. I had a, I had a few more thousand. Do you remember I said to you, you? You said, "Oh, I think I might just go and buy a few, a few of these altcoins." And I went right. I just going to stick a few grand in there, there, and there. <laughs> Immediately plummeted. Um, give it time I know and this is it and I know I've just got to leave it there because the thing is gold and silver were down as well and and I I I took the I took the bet I got out of the dollar um, before the election Um, and I still think that was the right thing to do I'm 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 here for the long game I'm waiting for I'm waiting for things like the the metals to uh, to go up when when the Fed does its thing when Biden wants
0: to spend (laughs) all of this money that doesn't exist anyway just, just going back to gamers yep the whole point of this, this this episode yes was that I think gamers might be the future I think they might save it for us because whenever they come up against something they don't let that. they just they come together they work out the rules of the game they work, they look at exploits you know they're, they're used to coming, coming up to exploits in games aren't they you know you might have a game yes. where you've got like Box. some Sorry? Bugs. No, not necessarily bugs. Not necessarily bugs. So you've got exploits where you might, uh, you know, it's where, where the programmers have written something and there might be like a special area that you, you can stand in that they haven't thought about to defeat an enemy because you can't be, you know, you can't be hurt in there. Or there right. could be something like, there could be like a quest item and in order to get, in order to, to you to get to progress into the game, then you need to use that quest item to open a gate, for example. Mm. Um, So what happens at shops? You know, some some games you're not allowed to sell these quest items. Other other games, you sell the quest item and then the the quest item immediately reappears where you first found it. So what do gamers do? They go and get like this magic key, sell it at a shop, go Go back back again, again and get infinite money. These are gaming exploits. So they're used to working out what they can and can't do and then they they Again, they disseminate this information and they use it to defeat their enemies and they've done it time and time again so I, I think I think gamers could be could save us that's 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 my, my take home from this in the past few years Gamers might save us yeah was it was it called another life was that that game where
1: was it called it's something like that There's was a game where people started trading the items and the and the and the cash. Inside it, for real money, and it became something that it, it was a kind of almost like a precursor to cryptocurrency. It was a bit like when you are on World of Warcraft and you could go and buy gold. You could literally go and oh, you can do that. In, yeah, you
0: can do that in all in, in lots of games. Yeah.
1: yeah, but wasn't it wasn't it was it was something? It was called something like another like
0: it could it could have been because where the,
1: the, the all the commodity prices they just start going through the roof. Um, because they were so valuable, because people, again, this is supply and demand. Because people wanted them, because people valued them, even yeah, though they and didn't could, exist. And and, and
0: and you could, in in some of these games, I think possibly in the one you're you're talking about, you could go and there were worlds where you could go and you could mine stuff, and then you could you could get the stuff, and you could craft items and sell mm. the items. So you'd so you'd buy you'd buy land yeah. um, uh, for for money, you know, for real money. You'd you exchange it for this kind of this. I guess you know early cryptocurrency yeah Um, and and then you'd buy like an island or whatever and then you'd kind of you'd you'd take a risk and you'd start mining in the island you might strike gold or oil or whatever and you'd sell (laughs) that and it would be like a a proper mini economy
1: Um, yeah I I think that's what's interesting is that these there are economies that are created within within these I mean they're deliberately in the case of of things where you do have to put your effort into I don't know kill and skin animals or, or or find gold or Or whatever uh, and then you know go and sell that on the market I mean I I remember that was that was was a proper early thing about buying um, buying stuff on the marketplace in World of Warcraft back when I was playing was obviously the prices fluctuated sure and I mean I never knew how real that was whether that was purely based on on users or whether there was any tampering from the from blizzard no, no to, I don't think so so you, you just it's a proper floating price you stick
0: something on the auction yeah and you'd either have a buy it now price a bit like ebay yeah or you'd stick it on and then the highest bidder would win yeah but so I remember the, holding back my wool
1: or whatever I'd got from a sheep and waiting until the price goes up and then sticking it on there sure <laughs> to sell it um but this is just entirely virtual anyway coming back coming back to what you're saying yeah will gamers will gamers save us the I think I want to expand that out a bit because you're you're writing all the things you say about gamers in terms of their their willingness to share, their willingness to communicate these exploits and how to defeat things. Yeah, their determination,
0: their tenacity, just they've got all the they've got all the right characteristics. I think. But to there's also the
1: is it does it need to be mixed a bit with the concept of of open sourcing with the, with the fact that you know a lot of these will um, will be programmers in their own right they will want to be contributing to code making it better you know that they're, 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 they're kind of living embodiments of not central control of, of decentralization
0: and all this stuff is that, a, is that a stretch too far to go from I think that's a longer podcast yeah I think that's a longer podcast we can we can certainly do one on decentralization and open source yeah Uh, because that because that okay so this is part of a wider computerized it is but there's there's a a Venn diagram here because lots of the people who are in open source software and just software developers in general who will design computer systems to be decentralized when it comes to politics want everything completely centralized it's another one of my favorite contradictions but I think that's some of the podcast. I think we need to end it with gamers going to save the day. This is the this is a, the white pilled episode, in that there is there is hope, in that you can defeat these people. Just and you can do defeat it the, right the woke, way. even even when all the rules are you know, stacked against you. Yeah, you can still win. Great place to end it.
1: Thanks very much for listening to Sandy Board, uh, and uh, thank you very much, uh, Lord Biddle of Wonk, for our latest podcast scotch. It's delicious.